Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Things are happening thick and fast aboard the steamship carrying Kent, Jimmy Olsen, and Pug Flanagan from Panama to the United States. To begin with, Kent received two mysterious messages warning him of danger aboard the ship. Then, Jimmy and Pug discovered the ship's cargo was nitrate, a substance used in the manufacture of explosives. Our story continues today. Kent has decided to call a meeting of the eight passengers on board. He's gone to summon the two Brazilian coffee merchants, while Jimmy, accompanied by June Barrington, an English girl, are on their way to invite one of the passengers, an elderly woman, to the meeting. Listen. This is the cabin number 33. Shall I knock? I guess so. No. Wait a minute. What's the matter? Put your ear close to the door. All right. Listen. Sounds like a bird chirping. No. It's Morse code. Someone in that cabin is sending a wireless message. Oh, Jimmy, how fantastic. What would an old lady be doing? Maybe I can understand it. I know some Morse code. Well? I'm getting it. Ship will be 150 miles... North of Kulan at midnight. Everything in readiness will contact you hourly. It stopped. Jimmy, what does it mean? Somebody in that cabin sending a message telling where this ship will be at midnight. But why? I don't know, but I've got a good idea. Look, Miss Barrington, you go up and get Mr. Kent. I'll stay here to see that nobody leaves this cabin. Oh, but Jimmy, you must be wrong. That little old lady wouldn't be sending wireless messages. Please, Miss Barrington, go get Mr. Kent. All right, but he'll think we're both crazy. Wireless messages. Why, I never heard of anything so silly. I've been crazy about this. If it wasn't Morse code, I'll eat my hat. ship will be 150 miles from Kalan at midnight. Everything in readiness. In readiness for what? Oh, when I frighten you when I open the door? Oh, no, I mean, I... I you wanted to see me, young man? Why, no. I mean, yes. Yes, ma'am. Won't you come in, please? Thank you. That's right. I think it was very nice of you to see this one. Listen, Jimmy and I were supposed to invite that little old lady to the meeting of passengers. Yes? We got to the door of her stateroom, and I was just about to knock when Jimmy said he heard Morse code. What? That's what he said, Morse code. Where is Jimmy? Waiting outside the cabin door. He told me to come up and get you. Good for him. Where's the cabin? Here, I'll show you. This is the corridor, and 
The cabin's at the end of it. Mr. Kent. What is it? Well, he's not there. Who's not there? Jimmy. I left him standing right outside that door. He, he's gone. Now, don't get excited. Is this the cabin? Yes. Number 33. Huh? What do you think happened to Jimmy, Mr. Kent? He, he said he was going to stay. I'm sorry to disturb you, madam, but I'd like to speak with you. I'm one of the passengers. Don't step the moment, please. Mr. Kent, you think... Quiet, please. I was just lying down for a few minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. Don't you both come in? Passengers on a ship should get to know one another. Don't you think? Mr. Kent, ask her about Jimmy. I beg your pardon? Uh, we were planning a meeting of all the passengers, and we sent one of my young charges down to ask you to attend. Have you seen him? Oh, yes. He was a very polite young man. But I explained to him that climbing the steps is quite a hardship for me. I'm not a spring chicken, you know. But he was here? He spoke to you? Yes, he said he was sorry I couldn't attend the meeting. Oh. Well, I guess that's all. Thank you very much. Oh, you're quite welcome, I'm sure. Mr. Kent. Don't say anything. All right, you can talk now. I, I don't quite know what to say. I, I'm speechless. Well, there's one thing I don't understand. If Jimmy thought it was important enough to send for me, why did he knock at her door and tell her about the meeting? She seemed like a nice old lady. I, I didn't see any wireless set in her cabin. No, neither did I. It was a trunk and a suitcase, that's all. Ah, oh, we'll probably find Jimmy up in my cabin, ready to explain everything. I hope so. Did you locate the two coffee merchants? Oh, yes, yes. Neither of them speak a word of English. Your father made a valiant attempt to get them to understand, but I'm afraid he failed. Ah, here we are. Father, is Jimmy here? Jimmy? Why, no. Didn't you send him to get one of the passengers? You haven't seen him, Dr. Barrington? Not since he left with June. I knew it. I knew it. June, what's the trouble? Jimmy seems to be missing, Doctor. Yes. He and your daughter went down to invite that elderly lady to our meeting, and Jimmy thought he heard a Morse code signal coming out of her cabin. He sent your daughter to get me. I'm when, sure... When we arrived, he was gone, and the lady told us he'd invited her to the meeting. I'm sure something's happened to him. I... Nonsense. He must be somewhere on the ship. Well, he may be in his own cabin with Pug. No, I just looked in there. Pug is alone, sleeping. Oh. I'd better search the ship. Jimmy has a habit of stumbling into trouble. But I'll help you. You stay here, June, in case he returns while we're gone. If he does, Miss Barrington, keep him here. Don't worry, I will. I'm quite certain we locate him. Mr. Kent, after all, he couldn't just... As Clark Kent and Dr. Barrington prepare to search the ship from stem to stern, one of the white-clad dining room waiters slips silently along a corridor and knocks on the door of stateroom 33. His hands drop the phony voice and open up. All right. All right. Why did you come here? I told you it was dangerous. I would like to know how things are going. Did you make contact? Yes. Midnight is the hour. Since you're here, you might just as well know... That we had a close call. What do you mean? Those Americans, the men and the two boys, the ones we want to get off the ship. Yeah, what about them? One of the boys was listening at the door while I was making contact. No. Don't worry, he's safe. Locked in that trunk. What are you going to do with him? That remains to be seen. As you know, we cannot fail. Yeah. Nothing must stand in our way. Yeah, yeah. So if necessary, we will get rid of the trunk. You understand? In the meantime, take this suitcase and throw it overboard. Be careful you're not seen. It contains the virus set? Yes, it will not be necessary to make contact again. I think it may be dangerous to have it in this cabin. No, no, no. Who would ever suspect you, an old lady? You almost fooled me when you came into the dining room. That rig, that dress. Never mind. Do as I say. Wait, we have another man on board, haven't we? Yeah, in the engine room. Good. I may need both of you later on. 
Take the suitcase now and get rid of it. Yeah. Wait. Who is it? Sorry to bother you again, but I'd like to ask you a few questions. It's the American. Yes, Nini. Here is the key to the adjoining cabin. Wait there until I go. I may need you. Be quiet. All right, Jacob. Just a minute, please. I'm sorry I kept you waiting. Oh, that's quite all right. Uh, this is Dr. Barrington. Oh, how do you do, Doctor? How do you do? Won't you come in, please? Yes, thank you. I must apologize for my cabin. It's quite disordered. Uh, uh, madam, you may think this is a little strange, but... We're still trying to find the young boy I inquired about some time ago. Well, I don't understand. You were the last person who saw him. I just spoke with him for a moment. He was very polite. Yes, yes, I know. You mentioned that before. Young man, you're rather uncertain. Mr. Kent, what was that? It sounded like it came from the trunk. What's in that trunk? Why, my personal belongings. Would you mind opening it? Well, that's an unusual request. A lot of unusual things have been happening. Open the trunk. Young man, I must ask you to leave my cabin. Not until that trunk's open. Why, you young whippersnapper. Dr. Barrington, would you mind getting the captain? You don't have to bother. I don't want to create a scene. I'll open the trunk if that's all you desire. I have the key here in my handbag. Yes? Right here. Put your hands up, both of you. King, what... A very strange-looking key with a muzzle on it. Never mind the comments. Back up against the wall. Hunt. Yeah. Find Dr. Barrington's daughter and bring her here. Tell her that her father wants us. You don't have to mix my daughter up in this. Unfortunately, you're all well mixed. You failed to heed my warnings not to sail on this ship. So you must suffer. Oh, so you were responsible for those messages, eh? That explains a lot of things, including your masquerading as an old woman. Shall I go? Yes. Leave the wireless set here. Will no longer be necessary to get rid of it. Bring the girl quickly. Why don't you open the trunk now and release the boy? I can see no harm in that. Here is the key. You open it. And remember, I have you covered. You may take the gag off the boy's mouth. That's very kind of you. Wait a minute. There we are, Jimmy. I was hot in there. Mr. Kent, that old lady, she's a man. Yes, we know. Back against the wall, all of you. Ah, come in, Miss Barrington. Oh. It's quite all right, Jim. Yes, quite all right. Stand against the wall, Miss Barrington. Close the door, Hans, and set up the wireless. Yeah. I deeply regret having to cause any of you embarrassment and discomfort, but unfortunately you brought it on yourselves by virtue of your own curiosity. We're not interested in listening to speeches. This speech will interest you, my friend. It will interest all of you very much. What do you mean? Precisely at midnight, this ship is going to the bottom of the ocean. And unfortunately, you are going with it. Oh. The wireless is ready. Very well, Hans. Make contact. What can Clark Kent do in the face of this diabolical threat and the lives of everyone aboard the steamship? Does he dare reveal himself as Superman in order to save the ship and passengers from destruction? Don't forget to tune in next time for another thrilling adventure with Superman. Tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman. Up in the sky, look! It's a plane! It's Superman!
Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.